The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Maller here. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full lineup of Pirelli tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you. One of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. 56% of job seekers say their biggest challenge is finding a job that matches their qualifications, according to an Express Employment Professionals Harris Poll survey. The job search can be a lonely process, but Express Employment Professionals can be your one connection to finding a job that fits. Each year, hundreds of thousands of people find work through their local Express office. Find the location near you at ExpressPros.com. With no fees for job seekers, visit ExpressPros.com. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. Home field advantage is a a fun thing. The Arizona Diamondbacks, I'm relatively confident uh, if that game had been in Colorado, they would have lost. Uh, They blew a six-run lead, had a 6 nothing lead through three innings of the wild card game. Arizona taking advantage of Paul Goldschmidt's early three-run home. Did you watch this game, by the way? I was I was checking it out. A little scouting report. And uh, I got to tell you, I feel more confident now that the Dodgers are going to advance than I did before the game. Uh, that is not a great baseball team, the Arizona Diamondbacks, that I saw. Uh, not at all. Uh, so they got out to the big lead, and then they regurgitated that lead, most of it. And Colorado came back and used the back and forth, right? It's like a pinball machine there going back and forth. And the Diamondbacks – came this close. Now, you cannot see. It's radio. They came this close to being full-on choking dog. We would have circled the wagons. We would have done four hours on how pathetic that franchise is. That's how close they came. Right? That close, right? Blowing a 6 nothing lead. It's a sound from the Diamondbacks dugout while they were blowing that lead when Zach Greinke could not hold a six-run lead, got knocked out in the fourth inning. Now, I know, in the end, did the Diamondbacks win? Yes, by the closest of margins. They say, well, they won by three runs. Trust me, that was the closest of margins. When you need a 
pitcher. I'm talking about a pitcher to get a hit. Uh, and that, that That's what they needed. Archie Bradley. Not good. Uh, not good. Does not bode well for the Arizona Diamondbacks. So now the, the D-backs are headed to Los Angeles. A showdown with the Dodgers. And so let's talk about that. Look ahead here. The, the Diamondbacks have become the popular pick for popular people. Why is that? Because most people in the media are lazy and they are reactionary, meaning whatever they just saw, they are convinced is going to happen again. That's what happened. You're lazy. Well, they won a game. That means they're going to win the next couple of games. The question, and I got a lot of pushback from, from these Diamondback fans that have been Diamondback fans for about three hours, give or take about three hours. They, they, they're new to the party. They're new to the party. But uh, here's the deal. The question is, should the Dodgers, 104-win juggernaut, top team in professional baseball this year, should they be worried about the Arizona Diamondbacks? And the simple answer here is absolutely not. Now, I'll expand on that. If this was Eddie, he would just stop right there and move on to the next thing. But I'm going to expand on that. I'm going to expand on that here. And and my thoughts on this, when you talk about a, a matchup starting this week in Dodgers and Diamondbacks, from the Dodger perspective, Stay in your lane. No such thing and competition. Catch it. And I'll keep it very simple. I'll walk you through this. Number one, the Dodgers have no concern about the Diamondbacks because if the Dodgers play up to their capability, there's no team in baseball that's going to beat them. They have the top roster in baseball. Clayton Kershaw, Rich Hill, you Darvish, go down the pitching staff here. When these guys are, are in their, uh, their confidence is high and they're playing well, uh, there's, there's nobody beating them. The Diamondbacks don't have a chance uh, when the Dodgers are playing well. The Dodgers have plenty of players that are difference makers, as seen with the most wins in professional baseball this year, guys like Corey Seager, Cody Bellinger, and Justin Turner. And as LeVar Ball says, the great uh, spokesman of modern times here, when you ask LeVar, he'll say it's extremely important. Stay in your lane. The Dodgers have to have tunnel vision. Do not believe. I don't believe they're going to go into their safe space here and, and get a nice little glass of warm milk and, and get a blankie. I don't believe they're going to be doing that. I, I think they'll be okay. I think they'll be all right. And, and number two, I, I know it's good for the drama and to build up the excitement and all that. As the, the popular theory goes, that, and I want to I nip this in the bud right now. You're going to hear this a lot. If you like baseball, you pay attention to this stuff over the next couple of days, you're going to hear a lot of low-information fans, a lot of dopey media people say the Diamondbacks have the M-word. You know what the M-word is? Momentum! Uncle Mo! Bunch of idiots. Uh, you can tell someone's a moron as a fan when they say momentum. It is silly. I have said it for years. Momentum is an illusion. You can't see it. You can't touch it. It doesn't exist. There is no such thing. And I'll tell you, if it was really something, wouldn't every manager and coach say, hey, we're behind by three runs in the eighth inning. Let's get that momentum. Let's hit the momentum button. It doesn't exist. And the Diamondbacks, they had a 6 nothing lead, right? They had the momentum, and then the Rockies came storming back. What happened to their momentum? There's no such thing. There are holes. There are weaknesses. On that Arizona Diamondback team, and uh, big tip of the cap to the Rockies, the Rockies actually helped the Dodgers out by exposing many of those weaknesses. 
And you look at the head-to-head matchup, but look at what Colorado was able to do when they did not roll over, did not play dead, and they put the pressure on the Diamondbacks. That Arizona pitching staff, which I've heard is so good, gave up eight runs, 13 hits to Colorado. That's not Colorado at Coors Field. That's Colorado on the road. There's a difference. And the Diamondback pitching, in a word here, is pathetic in this game. Zach Granke, I mentioned he choked. He went three and two-thirds innings, gave up six hits and four runs, was gifted a 6 nothing lead, and then regurgitated on the mound in front of everyone there in the stadium in Arizona. No, I'm not going to choke on my meat. Well, he choked on something. Uh, so, And how about the Arizona bullpen? You know, some of these guys are starters. You got Robbie Ray. He didn't have a clean outing. He gave up a run. Archie Bradley, who's the hero because of the hit, he was tagged for a couple of runs. Fernando Rodney. I pray to Jesus that at the end of a, a key game in this series, Dodgers and Diamondbacks, Fernando Rodney's on the mound because he sucks. Uh, and uh, th- he's no good. Uh, and in a, clo- a one-run game, you want that guy on the mound with your season on the line? I would rather be down by a run going against Fernando Rodney in the ninth inning because that guy, is uh, he's not good. Not good. And, and none of those pitchers had a clean Appearance, and these are key guys, right? Robbie Ray, Archie Bradley, Fernando Rodney, Zach Greinke. None of them had a clean appearance. Arizona's pitching staff was stretched out, and now they got to come back. They got one day, and then they're back at it on Friday in Los Angeles at Dodger Stadium. Now, the last thing, the competition is great, right? I like that. I think these these are worthy challengers, and there's bad blood. I and and like most of these things, there's bad blood on one side, right? Arizona's bitter. They have envy and insecurity uh, when, it, when they look at the Dodgers because the Dodgers have the top payroll in baseball. They're beloved. No one really cares about the Diamondbacks. So there's some bitterness there. There's some envy at the amount of attention the Dodgers have gotten. There's insecurity because of that celebration a couple years back when the Dodgers had a pool party in Arizona, and they have not let that go. They've uh, had, a, had an issue with that. Uh, get over it. Uh, I, hope they, I hope the Dodgers have another pool party. I'd like to see them win in Arizona. I'd like to, I think that would be great. And then... <laughs> belly flop! <laughs> be a belly whopper. I mean, listen, the Diamondbacks have been the Dodgers' punching bag over the last handful of years here. And I know it's the trendy pick that Arizona's this upstart team. It makes for the better story. I just don't see it. I, I don't. Uh, and the better teams usually wins these things. The better teams, the Dodgers. They, they're better all year. They're better now, and they're going to win uh, this series, and then they'll advance and play in the National League Championship Series. All right, it is the Ben Maller Show on Fox. We give out the number once an hour, one time. That is it. And if you would like to be part, just pay attention. So you have an advantage because you know, some people turn on the radio whenever they turn on the radio, so they could be listening in like five minutes from now. Some guy, I get emails from people. Hey, I turned on the show. You didn't give out the number. And then I say, well, I didn't give out the number for like five months, five or six months, and then we came back and we started giving out the number. But as a compromise, I give it out once an hour. And last night, to prove how great that strategy works, we had Whoopie Pie guy from Maine call up and give us a recap of his Madden football. Uh, That was great. Gave out the number. Blair in Maine. Great conversation there. That's what I look forward to on talk radio why I listen to late night radio to get that conversation. And there were some other real dopes that called the show. So, uh, but I'm going to give out the number right now. Here it is. All right, everyone stand, everyone quiet. This is the A block of hour one. 877 
99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. We'll take your thoughts as the baseball players getting cranked up here. Say a, a fun situation, good situation. All right, uh, Ben Maller, shall we say hello to Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie? Garcia! Right over. And we say hello back to you. Thank you. Big Ben Maller. Thank you, Eddie. I appreciate the hello back. Uh, great pitching matchup uh, there in Arizona. Well done. Well, you didn't You didn't watch. You were watching hockey. Don't come on. No, I'm just saying. I just. Yeah. I watched the highlights at 11 All to right. 8. That's what we want to see, postseason baseball, I was, right? I, was in, I enjoyed it. I yeah. liked the offense. I know you don't. You probably wanted a one nothing game. Boring. 5-4. Yeah. 5-4, uh, I would five, like. 5-4. Yeah. Okay. Something like that would be God preferred. forbid. I'm, I'm upset that Rob Manford didn't consult with you before they played the games. I don't think you are upset by that. I think you're not being truthful right there. Well, no, I, we want to make sure you're happy, Eddie. You don't like your high-scoring football well, you, you games. You asked me what I, I like. I'm telling you what I like. Yeah. I would prefer to see something like 6'5", yeah. something like that. Okay. Not too much, not too little. Well, hope, hopefully we'll give you a 6'5". I mean, I really hope we get a 6'5". I, I do, too. Yeah, I do, too. That would be uh, that would be very important. Uh, my life would be better if we got a 6'5". I, I know how much you care about my feelings. I do. Yeah. I am. I'm very concerned, and I... I'm in touch. I've done a lot of yoga, as you know. And I'm, we had the uh, hot yoga studio right next yeah, door for you. Of, they, they built it for you. A lot in, of hotties. We yeah. were so excited. <laughs> you, you build a, 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 we're a you know, major national sports network, a lot of uh, testosterone here, and then you build a hot yoga studio right next door. Yeah. What a recipe that is. And I've not seen one hot-looking person since this thing opened. It has been None. disappointing. I've I will, seen I, ugly, it, fat people. I haven't seen any hot person yeah, they need at to, all. They need to change the name joke. Of, that, uh, it's, uh, of that studio. It's not disgusting, a hot d- yoga Disgusting studio. people sweating should be the name of that place. That's what they should name it. Not I, one I, hot I, person. I, I agree. I, it's, it's false advertising is what it is. I mean, the, uh, the I go to the gym in the morning after the show, and it's all old people. They're hotter than the people here, and they're all eighty. You know, they're all the. Uh, they that's, go to the that's that's strong. They go that's to the strong. gym for free. You know, because yeah. when you're over a certain age, you can go to the gym and you don't have to pay for it. They, they, well, uh, what would be a better name for the hot yoga studio? I, I think I just gave the better name. What What was that? You weren't listening. Apparently not. I didn't. Oh, you want to change? I'll change. How about unattractive people sweating? That could they could change. They could call it that. Would that be okay? That's a little. Uh, no. I don't. Why is it? Why is it mildly why is it mildly warm? What if someone wants to go? Studio? What if someone wants to go sweat hot yoga at like three in the morning? Why can't they leave it open? Who cares? They they, they close at the, whatever eleven or something like that. What's up with that? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. All right. It is uh, the Ben Maller show. I got Danny G. Koopa Loop here. Uh, Danny's not worried either. By the way. Danny is as confident as I am. Uh, this is uh, setting up very nicely, very nicely for the Dodgers here. And I look forward to Didn't the Diamondbacks to... win the season series from the Dodgers? Again. Eddie. Again. Yeah. Yes, Danny. <laughs> hi. It's a crapshoot, Eddie. It's the baseball postseason. And the Dodgers have I don't know, the you, but, but you tell me how important the regular season is and that it's more impressive yes, in the and regular they won season. won 104 games. Right, but in the regular season, the Diamondbacks – uh, won the season series that's against the only Dodgers. because the Dodgers, it, when they went in their funk, they had an illness. They had a disease. Uh-huh. And that funk will not happen they in the postseason? Like, for a month, no chance of that happening? No chance. In fact, mm-hmm. I will explain later. I'm pretty sure you would have never thought there was a chance that would happen in the regular season. I will explain later. I'm yeah. glad. I, I, you know, I want you to take notes here. I will. I've got my pen and I paper will, right uh, here. Professor Maller here, your, your teacher, <laughs> yes. will teach you about <laughs> why it is wrong to write off the Dodgers and why – 
They well, I'm are, not writing them off. Oh no, you kind of are. No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying you <laughs> you profess about the regular season and how important it is, and I'm just pointing out that that the heard, Diamondbacks heard, won the regular season series against I, the Dodgers. I heard earlier uh, Jason Smith, who works here, was literally slobbering all over the Diamondbacks on the radio. It was like he's a Diamondback fan. It was uh, fascinating. But uh, listen, Dodgers are going to win, and I look forward to this. And I uh, I'll be very classy when they win. I won't <laughs> rub it. There are no <laughs> real. Look, there are no real hardcore Diamondback fans anyway, so I can't oh, really trolling, offend. Trolling, trolling. No, I can't really offend any real Diamondback fans. I, I, some of the people that were tweeting me like a week ago, they had Arizona Cardinal uh, avatars. Now they've got Diamondback avatars. So they just they just changed it up now that the playoffs have started. That's kind of how that, that goes. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. And another monumental edition of Maller to the third degree. We bring in the master of ceremonies, the Coop, the Loop, Justin Coop. Mariners GM Jerry Depoto said that Felix Hernandez would be handled a little differently next season, which could include pitch counts, skipping starts, and so on. Ben, do you think that this will get King Felix at least a little closer to what he once was? Uh, no, <laughs> this is not going to work. I did see this. I was on the state-run MLB uh, website, and they had this big write-up about Jerry Depoto, and he's got this master plan to fix the Mariner pitching staff, and I, I read it out of morbid curiosity. A couple of things here. A, Felix Hernandez is past his prime. He's 33 years old. The law of diminishing returns is what's in play here. King Felix will never be what he was several years back. Now, that doesn't mean he can't be effective, but he's going to have to reinvent himself. I recommend learning a new pitch. I would like to see the EFIS pitch come back to baseball. No one's really throwing the EFIS pitch. I'd like to see that come back. Remember there was a guy, this is an outdated reference, but there was this pitcher I heard about before my time, uh, Frank Tanana. He, like, reinvented himself as a soft tosser. You can't do it. And then as far as Jerry Depoto is concerned, the, the GM, he claimed that Seattle baseball needs a wolf pack mentality for their pitching staff. That's the terminology they use, a wolf pack mentality. And that meant that they need a bigger stable of pitchers to choose from. That's great, but you got to live in the real world, right? you got to live in the real world. And if they really want to see Felix Hernandez find the fountain of youth, other than learning a gimmick pitch, right, the knuckleball, the EFIS pitch, something like that. Other than that, there's only one person on God's green earth that I know that can find the fountain of youth, that knows the phone number and knows where to have the package delivered to get the fountain of youth, and that would be Peyton Manning. So if I'm Jerry Depoto, I get Felix Hernandez on the phone with Peyton. Peyton knows some people at the Geyer Clinic, and he went – remember, Peyton had – he had a – career-threatening neck injury. He had degeneration of his spine. He needed three surgeries, Peyton Manning. He missed a season and then set an NFL single-season record for touchdown passes two years later. So as long as the Mariners can get whoever was taking care of Peyton, whatever goodies Peyton was possibly using to uh, to get over to King Felix, they're in good shape. Defining defining greatness after, after – Breaking every kind of modern medical science guidebook. All right, next. The Washington Redskins are 2-2 and and currently sitting at third place in the NFC East. 
However, they have beat both the Rams and the Raiders and were a drop pass away from potentially beating the Kansas City Chiefs. Ben, are the Redskins underrated? No, I'm going to say that's a stretch to say that the Redskins are are underrated. I, I don't. I wouldn't describe them as underrated. Uh, and I know it's it's a bit of semantics here, but the, the, the Red Sox they're always going to be glossed over. And, and I'll tell you the reason why. Number one, when you play in a division, when you play in a division with the Dallas Cowboys, you're not going to win the PR battle. The Cowboys are always going to get more hype. The puffery is going to be about Jerry Jones and the Cowboys. And then you got the Giants up the road a ways there, and they're getting a lot of publicity as well. So going into a season, if you break down the NFC East, the Eagles and Redskins are always downgraded in comparison to the Cowboys and the Giants. And then number two, Washington, what are they good at? They're good at drama. Dan Snyder. This guy feeds the content box here at Fox Sports Radio. Kirk Cousins is a top 10 quarterback. The Redskins have a pretty good stable of running backs there. They've got some grinders on defense. So they'll be in contention. They'll be a 9 or 10 win team in Washington. You win 9 or 10 games, you're in the wild card. You're in the division race in the NFC East. And the Cowboys certainly look like they've taken at least a half a step back. Next! Adam Gase is jumping to the defense of Jay Cutler. Now, Cutler's getting a lot of heat, but Gase says, quote, if we protect him and give him a second to throw the ball, we'll be all right. If he's going to get hit from start to finish, I don't care who you put back there. Ben, do you think the Dolphins would be doing better with Ryan Tannehill? Well, Adam Gase, is, he's using classic, uh, a classic coaching smokescreen. Right? And, and I'm not, I don't buy what he's trying to get across here. The, the video does not like the, uh, the Wildcat play where Jay Cutler – look like he would rather be swimming in some piranha-filled water than run that particular play with any kind of energy. Uh, not only has Jay Cutler been a quarterback in Miami, he has been, the word here is a nuisance. He has been a nuisance. Cutler was bad at the end of his run with the Chicago Bears. No one in Chicago was upset when Jay Cutler was not brought back. In fact, they had a ticker tape parade. Uh, they were so excited about this. But with Cutler playing even worse now, in Miami than he did when in Chicago. How is that even possible? Cutler's 29th in yards per attempt. Mike Glennon, who's already been benched in Chicago, has a better yards per pass attempt than Jay Cutler in Miami right now. Blake Bortles, who's had a really good game and some shaky games, is also ahead of Jay Cutler. But wait, we got more. Jay Cutler's 25th in quarterback rating. Smoking Jay Cutler should be brought up on grand larceny charges for what he's done in Miami here. This is a fraud situation. Now, secondly, this makes the, the problem is it makes Adam Gase look bad. He was trumpeted and built up as this quarterback whisperer who could get into Jay Cutler's soul and turn him into an effective NFL quarterback again, even a Pro Bowl-type player. How the hell is that working out? Uh, so yeah, don't ask, right? All right, there it is. Mallard of the third degree. How did we do? Ben, you passed this edition. That's a winner! Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Well, you would think after beating the Patriots that the chatter in the NFL would be about Cam Newton. Why not, right? Big win anytime you beat the Super Bowl champs in their own stadium. 
Man, that's important. I'm going to assume the position that this was not what he envisioned would be the topic of conversation in the NFL world. It turned out to be let's charbroil Cam Newton Day on social media. They unloaded. Everyone, everyone, the, the, the people out to get Cam Newton. Now, what did he do? If you've been in a, a cave somewhere and you have not paid attention, uh, this is, uh, this is uh, it's interesting. It's interesting. Uh, Cam Newton turned a generic, boring question from a female reporter into a feeding frenzy. Into a feeding frenzy. And we have the audio tape on this, so let's go to the audio tape again. Uh, this is a random midweek news conference from Cam Newton, the Carolina Panthers' former MVP there. Ask a question, and this is what has turned him into a punching bag. Cam, I know you take a, a lot of pride in seeing your receivers play well. Devin Funches has seemed to really embrace the physicality of his routes and, and making getting those extra yards. Does that give you a little bit of an enjoyment to see him kind of truck sticking people out there? It's funny to hear a female talk about routes. Like, it's funny. Yeah, all right. So that's, uh, I can't First of all, any question about Devin Bunches, I think, is funny. I think it's just in general, those questions are pretty Sexist. funny. Sexist. All right, so let, let's talk about this. You heard the key part of that. It's funny to hear a female talk about uh, routes or, depending on where you live, roots. Uh, all right, so here's the – now, the NFL quickly circled the wagons. And th- this is – I got the biggest kick out of the reaction to this, right? Because the NFL, th- they ran over each other to issue a strongly worded statement uh, condemning Cam Newton's remarks, right, saying that they were just plain wrong. Uh, I mean, just a, a couple of hours after that news conference, that came out. So Cam Newton has been being uh, – he, he's, he's been uh, – I don't know if attacks is the right word, but people are unloading on Cam Newton uh, because of that soundbite that you just heard, right? They're, they're going for it. They are – It's funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny and – uh, so, did Cam Newton's response deserve the kind of pushback that he's getting? Uh, of course not. Of course not. It's the stupidest thing in the world. Now, my thoughts on this, uh, it's an obvious overreaction. Uh, Honesty is in play here. Real world, and there are some people that clearly need therapy dogs. Uh, they do. Hey, this is a classic overreaction. Of all the things to get upset about in the world that we're in right now, I would say, and I would like to think that I'm not in the minority on this, I would think that this is pretty pretty far down on your laundry list of things that will get you enraged. I mean, it's just, these people are acting just as childish as Cam Newton, right? Grow up. Uh, now, Cam Newton, the thing that he did, the thing that was the mistake from Cam Newton, you know what his real sin was? What Cam Newton's real sin was? Honesty. That's how he feels, right? And who cares? Who cares if that's how Cam Newton feels? Fine. He's a dopey quarterback that dresses like a clown and wears skinny jeans and ridiculous hats. That's Cam Newton. He's trying to sell you yogurt, okay? This is not someone you should be concerned about. And, you know, he's not exactly the uh, 
the, the poster child for, uh, for for someone that you look to their opinion and say, oh, my God, I need, to, I need clarity from this person. Rather than, than speaking cliches and the platitudes and the buzzwords that we get so often, Cam Newton, he did the thing that you can't do. He gave a response, which I believe was his honest response. That's how he felt, right? This is a reminder. We play these sound bites all the time. We usually mock them. And the reason we mock them is because they're all the same. They're robotic. They're cold. They're lifeless. We, we play this soundbite from uh, a former baseball player, Scott Podsednik, who's the king of the cliché. And he spent like 15 seconds just going from cliché to cliché to cliché. And that's like 99% of jock speak. And the reason it is this way is because if you say the thing, even if you believe it, and you say the thing that people don't like to hear, you then get body slammed. In this case, it fits the political agenda of the social justice wars, and they just tore him to shreds, right? And let me remind you, let me remind you that many of these same media outfits that have been roasting Cam Newton we're also banging the drum about First Amendment rights of athletes. Let them protest at games. I don't care if they're at work. They're allowed to protest. It's in the First Amendment. Freedom of speech. Now, now we know that freedom of speech is only if you agree with our political agenda. And if you offend us, we will send out the attack dogs. And that's what's going on right now. The attack dogs are being sent out. And the thing, I was, I was going nuts. I, I was texting a friend of mine early in the day, and I was like, you know, on the scale of outrage, if you're going to look at Cam Newton and say, I'm going to get upset over something that Cam Newton says, right? My money, we talked about this last week on this show. I did a Maller monologue on this because it annoyed me. Cam Newton said that Colin Kaepernick paid the ultimate sacrifice. That is much more offensive much more offensive than this dopey thing. No one even paid attention to that. No one paid attention because it fit the political agenda of most of the mainstream sports media, so they just completely ignored that. No outrage, no condemning, no heartfelt stories about how could Cam disrespect all these soldiers and all that. No. No, 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 no. None of that. But this, now you'd think he's, the, he's Hitler. Oh, he's Hitler. My God. And by the way, the, the other thing here, I mean, who knows what Cam Newton, what goes on behind the closed doors of the locker room. Right? Apparently, he, the, 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 one of the reporters, a female reporter who covers the, the Panthers, confronted Cam Newton after this, and then uh, Cam didn't back down, which I give him credit for. If that's how he feels, why should he back down? Why should he, he change his position? If he believes this, that's how he feels, right? And, and it, I, I say real-world stuff. You, you, know, you can call Cam Newton – a caveman, and many have. A Neanderthal, uh, popular as well. Uh, people have said that. But let me ask you a question. Let, let's forget the PC nonsense. What percentage of NFL players, if you gave them truth serum, would say, yeah, I, I kind of generally agree with Cam Newton? What, what percentage? Is it going to be 1%? Is it 20%? Is it 30%? Is it... Over 50%. Again, if you if you peel back the curtain and, you know, you're just there, you say, there'll be no punishment, there'll be no nasty things said about you, 
no heartfelt stories written about how horrible you are and all this. How many of them would would say, hey, you know, yeah, I kind of agree. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's maybe Cam Newton's on an island by himself. I'm gonna say no though. Right? I'm gonna say no. Now my advice to everyone in this department who's all uh, outraged is to ignore this. Right? Even if Cam Newton is someone who is a Neanderthal, right? And uh, misogynistic and all that. Big deal, right? I mean most most NFL players think it is funny when someone who did not play in the NFL talks about the game of football, the X's and O's, as a general rule. Whether they have male anatomy or female anatomy, they think that these people are stupid. That's why we have a bunch of boring athletes that do television and radio and suck, almost all of them, but they are, you know, they're respected in the athlete world because they used to play the game. It doesn't matter whether they can actually do television or radio, but they often get these jobs. But that's part of the reason, right, because they're accepted. Other athletes are accepted in the fraternity. That's how it's been for a zillion years, and I don't see it changing uh, anytime soon. I don't see it changing anytime soon here. And Cam Newton, it hasn't happened yet, which I'm surprised. I thought this was going to happen already. If it has happened, I haven't seen it. I'm going to I'm going to take the position he will eventually be strong-armed into a forced apology. He'll do the walk of shame. Uh, he'll say he was trying to make a joke. It's a misunderstanding. He'll talk about Jesus. Uh, he'll bring his family up, the whole thing. I mean, we've seen these kind of apologies before and all that. But maybe he won't. Maybe Cam will be different. And and maybe maybe Cam will uh, will stand by his vision if that's how he feels. I think he should stand by his his position. I, this is First Amendment, right? It's for the NFL. It's the main the mainstream media is like, hey, these guys have a right to do what they want. They want to protest on the job and sit down during the national anthem, which is upsetting a lot of people. They're allowed to do it, right? First Amendment. Well, First Amendment cuts both ways, right? If you're going to go down that road, and Cam Newton. Can do whatever. That, how funny is it though that the NFL has been there? There are major sponsors of the NFL that have had to start special. They've had to hand out special uh, numbers for complaints from people that are upset with what's going on in the NFL with the protests. The NFL sits there and does nothing. Cam Newton does this, and an hour later, there's a memo from the NFL, strongly worded statement, saying this is just plain wrong. <laughs> it's just it's outstanding. It's, it's comical at this point. Now, the parting shot on all of this, right? Now, we know that the PC police have been triggered, right? The, the mob is marching down the street. They're holding torches. They've got their pitchforks out, and they are demanding an apology, right? And uh, you know, keep an eye. If I'm Cam Newton, I'm watching out for the attack poodles because they are going to attack him. Uh, and, and my advice to these people all upset about this particular issue is go get your little therapy dog there. Manage your anxiety. Uh, it's insane. But, again, it just shows you the ridiculousness of this. A week ago, Cam Newton uh, was talking about Colin Kaepernick and says he paid the ultimate sacrifice. No one other than me and, like, two other people paid any attention to that. This, uh, you would have thought Cam Newton has said the, the, the most ridiculous thing in the world. Now, do I agree with Cam Newton's position? No. I've, I've, I've had women that have, I've worked with over the years that do plenty about football. But who cares? I don't care about that particular part of it. All right. It's the Ben Maller Show on Fox, and we will take your phone calls. Your phone calls if you'd like to be part of the festivities. The number is 877-99 on Fox. 
9966369. We're also on Twitter at Ben Maller. That's at Ben Maller. How come, to my knowledge, nobody asked, uh, we'll bring in Eddie here. Nobody asked a follow up of, uh, there were like 30 people supposedly in the room there, and they, uh, they didn't uh, follow up with Cam on that? Well, I will say this. While he does sound like a dope for how he started it off, he did actually answer her question very thoughtfully. Uh, I think it would have been worse if he would have just dismissed the question and not answered it, but he, he actually did answer the question. Uh, that, so I think that that was yeah. part of it. I mean, right? Not, fo- not asking a follow-up? Is that, so, like you well, wanted them to go after him? Is that what you're saying? The other well, reporters? if they were really upset, I mean, I mean all, all these reporters who were in the room, I, it's not all of them, but several of them have written these just heartfelt stories about how upset they were and how there was silence yeah. in the room. Well, you were there. I wasn't there. You weren't there, Eddie. If you were that upset by it, why don't you put the pressure on Cam Newton and say, hey, stupid, why'd you do that? None of them did, right? Not on the microphone, not at the podium. And then you know, were they were they blindsided by this? Were they shocked by this? And then they, they well, uh, it, you you would agree that it is surprising that he would have this reaction, right? I mean, women reporters in the locker room and in press conferences—that's that's the norm now. It's not anything unusual. Well, that, doesn't, that doesn't mean though, behind closed doors, this is not the popular opinion, though. I know I like to live in a okay, world where but you don't think I'm, that. I'm but just saying. It's, I think it's how, is yeah, it, he, he reacted like, wow, this is the first time I've ever seen a woman in a press conference. They're, they're in every sport in press conferences. This isn't new. Uh, yeah, it's not. Well, they have a female beat writer, at least one, that's covering the team. So I'm, I'm, I'm assuming she's been around the team quite a bit. I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming, and again, I'm yeah. assuming this, that she's asked questions before. I'm pretty sure maybe, Cam Newton has had not, a lot know. of press conferences, so it's yeah. odd. All right. It's uh, the Ben Maller Show. I cannot wait for his apology. Will it be a posting on social media? Yes. You're going to go that? Yep. All right. He's not going to do the walk of shame out there and say, I really want to address this. I want Because you know Ron Rivera's got a news conference on Thursday. Oh, I'm sure he's thrilled to be answering questions about this. It's got to be like his first question, uh, right? You know, say, hey, uh, Coach, what did you think of your quarterback statements? You know, and all that. I, I don't believe it'll be the first question, but it'll be in the top uh, first five So they'll questions. start with a softball yep, yep, question. Yep, yep. Get him warmed up a little bit. Give me the injuries, Coach. All right. Thank you for that. All right. Moving. It's funny. <laughs> Isn't the little bit am – I, am I off my uh, my rocker, Eddie, that, uh, the, the outrage over this and no outrage when uh, last week Cam Newton said that Colin Kaepernick paid the ultimate sacrifice. No one paid any attention to that. If you're going to get upset over this, don't you get upset over that also? Or no? Uh, no. You, you don't get you upset know, over no. that? You know, I mean, no, oh, you understand So it's okay why. for, like, the, the dead soldier thing. It's okay to compare Colin Kaepernick to dead soldiers. But that's okay. But this is too far. That's crossing the line, this. You understand why. This is the agenda. uh, Dead soldiers don't buy tickets, but women do. Is that why? No, because there's a narrative of a certain group of people, and they don't care about that. They only care about one side of it. I know. I know. I got you. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. It's now time for... Time for well, hurry, hurry, I can hardly wait. Ask Ben. Twitter. Send us your questions on Twitter now. And away we go. It is Ask Ben for your listening pleasure. Sometimes dangerous. It could be hazardous to your health. It's always risky. And the answers are unknown because the questions are uncertain. It's the beauty of it. It's 
ad-libbed at its best. It is always, well, it's always two segments. We'll see how long we go today. Let's do it. It's Ask Ben and the master of ceremonies trying to buck the odds, the Coop Galoop. Now, Ben, we're going to start off, as always, as with back-to-back questions for you. Okay. But my question good. for yeah. you is, yes. do you want to start off with uh, just uh, you know a regular nice question or, or a... A dark well, question. It's not my decision. It's not my decision. So uh, whatever you want. Coop. All mm-hmm. right. We'll, uh, we'll start off with the nice one. Okay. Ben, this is for you. This is from Jason on Facebook. Hello, Jason. What do you love most about doing radio? Uh, what do I? Well, I, I don't have to be a grown-up to do radio. I like that. I, when I was a kid, once my dream of playing professional sports died out, I wanted to be the guy on the radio. I thought. Now, originally, I was going to be a play-by-play guy. But it's a wonderful job. There's Like any job, there are things that could be better. There are things that could be improved on. But it's, uh, it's fun. I mean, how, how, how bad could it be that my job is to pay attention to sports stories? It's like the greatest job. Guys do that anyway. Guys work 80 hours a week, and they still try to keep track of all the sports stories. My gig is just to pay attention to sports stories and then have opinions. It's wonderful. So I guess the, the thing that I like most about it is it, it's, yeah, I've been doing it a long time, and it's fun. It's good. All right, next. That's, uh, that was a softball. All right, here we go. Yeah. This is from Robert on Facebook. Okay. Ben, many famous people have passed away this week. Yeah. I have Tommy Lasorda going next on the 22nd of October. Uh-oh. Who's next on your death pool? Wait, who wrote that in? <laughs> Said Robert on Facebook. <laughs> and Coop, of course, no editing at all, says, uh, I'll just go with that. Uh, why not? Well, what was I supposed to edit? I don't know. Uh, How dare you, Robert? That's blasphemy. Well, listen, I, I hope Tommy Lasorda lives forever. Uh, I knew Tommy years ago. Uh, who do I have on my death pool? Yep. I don't, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't know. He's in the coop. He's like excited coop. Who do you, I don't have, I don't have any, what do you want me to say, an old guy? Who's an old guy in sports? They're all dead. The old guys are already gone. One Facebook post that did catch my eye after Tom Petty passed away, unfortunately, it was a post somebody wrote, and it said, Tom Petty passed away, dot, 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 and frickin' Betty White is still alive. That lady, she's, how old is she now? In her 90s, right? Something like that. Yeah. Early 90s. And didn't she play? She's uh, 95. Dang. And you, she don't played get any, a, you don't get any She played an old person though. when she was, what, in her 50s and 60s? But you don't get 50s? any points with Betty she White. She was a golden girl 20 years ago. That's you crazy. You don't get any points with that, That's right? Sure you do. No, because she's not, you get five points. You don't know how a death pool works. You only get five <laughs> points. But she's been one of those actors who's old. Like, we only know her as an old person. Even Eddie, when we were little kids, she Eddie, was old. You got anyone in your death pool, Eddie? No, I don't play that stupid game. You don't? No. But uh, if I did, I would have Tommy Lasorda. You would? Oh, wow, no. <laughs> what about Bobby Knight? Would you have him in there? No? Oh, no. Lasorda's got one foot in. He's hanging on pretty good, though. He's hanging on there. He's going for it. Coop, who's at the top of your list, Coop? I don't know. I mean, are we talking sports-wise? Well, you asked just, the question. I didn't ask the question. Robert from you, Facebook well, asked the I don't question. Know who Robert is? You're the one that read the question, so you asked the question. Uh, you it, got somebody, Coop. You have an agenda. Go ahead. No, who do you I, have I, at the top? I, I don't. I, I don't. I don't know. I'd have to put more thought into it. I'm I'm serious about these kind oh, of things. Oh, you put me on the spot here, and I just you know, threw a random name. No, out. the question was geared towards you. It wasn't wasn't for the crew. Yeah. Okay. All right, next, it's Ask Ben your terrible questions and our <laughs> terrible answers. Yeah. All right, this is for everybody. This is from John on Facebook. 
What does everyone listen to on the way into work? Uh, well, I usually am on the phone. Uh, I, I take Talking care to your bookie? No. no. Sometimes. Uh, yeah, I call my dad. That's when I call my dad on the road, and I'm usually making a couple of other phone calls. So I, I don't listen to much. So uh, I'm on the phone. I guess that's the answer. Generally, I'm on the phone. Uh, what about you, Eddie? Uh, I'm an XM radio guy on the way in. Yeah. I've got the rotation of, let's see, i got the 80s channel. Uh, I've got, like, the uh, hairband channel, uh, the 90s channel, and, like, the Ozzy Osbourne channel are my yeah. – I just flip back and forth between the four until there's something I like, and then I'll stay there for a while. Okay. Uh, Danny G, on the way in. You have a short drive, Danny G. Yeah, the shortest not, drive of all of us. It's not too long. It's like a 15-minute – 20-minute drive. Yeah. So uh, my rotation, sports first on AM570. Ah, see, that's oh, a company, company man, man right that's there. Corporate yeah. right that, there. Well, that's corporate right there, corporate Danny G. Well, I got to make sure we're still on the air. Jeez. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Well, if the Clippers are playing, I'll listen Look, to that. In the I'm being I'm honest. Like that's the first thing. That. Yeah, it's usually Dodger post game. So, the, of course, I'm listening to that. Ooh. Yeah. Um, and then uh, 95.5 KLOS. And when they go to commercials, I go to the real 92.3. So I go from sports yeah. to rock to hip-hop. So you have your L.A. For those of you outside of L.A., those are a couple of big uh, music stations. What about you, Coop the Loop? I listen to music off my iPhone. Yeah. Yeah, I, I listen. I have, I have some music on my phone that I listen to sometimes. But I'm usually on the phone on the way in. On the way home, there's no one awake. So I can't call. There's no one I can call on the way home. I guess I could call the East Coast. Like There's some people starting to wake up a I used little to, bit. I used to do that on, on, yeah. the, on the drive home, call some East Coast friends. Yeah, but I yeah. hate talking on the phone. <laughs> I, I don't mind when I I'm second driving. that, Eddie. Oh, I you just... know what I hate? I hate talking on the phone when there's people like around. Like I have at home, if I if I get a phone call, I like have to go in the other. I have to be in the room by myself. I don't like other people in the room while I'm talking on the phone. It drives me nuts. Can't stand it. My wife will call me up on her drive home, and she lives three blocks away. Oh, that's annoying. And she starts yeah. telling me about her day. I'm like, can't you wait till you get home to tell me about this so we can like have a conversation? Well, my move is always I don't. I want to save the material. I don't want yes. to because I have nothing to talk that's, about. That's, that's exactly yeah. what I say. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's pause for the cause. It is the Ben Maller Show. It's Ask Ben. More of your questions, our answers, and we'll get to that. We'll do it next. And right back to it, it is Ask Ben, your questions and our answers, and we'll do a belly whopper back in the deep end and over to the Coop Salute. Real quickly, I want to give props to everybody on Facebook. I, I challenge them to be more creative this week, and, and there's a lot of lot of great yeah. questions. What about the peeps over on Twitter? Did you forget about them? Uh, there's, they're kind of they're kind of slacking right now, to be honest. Really? Yeah, I mean, there's you know, a, you like, know, a couple Fernando of Fernando wants us to do a remote in Vegas. I would I would do a remote every week in Vegas. Yeah, I don't, let's move the show to Vegas. I I'm all for that, Fernando. Uh, okay, so this is a question for everyone from Alex on Facebook. What would you need to be paid to get a Prince Albert piercing? Uh, well, well, we need to. Uh, I'm married, so I uh, have to get that approved. Uh, that's the uh, the PP piercing, yes, oh, yes, yeah. <laughs> yes. Just want to make sure. Aye, aye, aye. Yeah, I think that's a no fly zone. I'm gonna go. Uh, no amount. Oh, there's got to be an amount. Everyone has their pocket. Yeah. All right. A hundred billion dollars. Oh, done. Wow. Okay. All right. <laughs> so Eddie? If, oh, hold on. If somebody offered you a million dollars, Ben, wouldn't you wouldn't do it? Do it? I wouldn't do it for a million. Wow. wow. All right. You give me like, because a million after taxes is like, what, 450000 or something like okay, that? Okay. So how about five million then? I need more. I need a house. I need a car. <laughs> I need to never have to work again. <laughs> I need that. Eddie? 
Now, I, I could just, like, is there a length of time I would have to have it? Do I have to have it for the rest of my life, well, or can I just, you know? It's tough to, uh, the damage is done. I mean, he doesn't, he doesn't specify that, so I think you just have to, to get it. To Do it, it, and then the next day, then, you know, you can get rid of it, yeah. kind of. Uh, well, we'd get infected, though. Uh, yeah, you'd have to keep it in there for. I mean, I'm like, sure I get some Neosporin or something, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd do it for a million dollars. All right, uh, Danny I'm, G. Yeah. I'm going to say, Ben, in our neighborhood here, a, a decent house is probably like, oh. what, 2.3 million? Oh, something like that, sure, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, in the Sherman Oaks, California but, hills but here. But you got to upkeep, right? right. You got bills every, you know, the bigger the house, the more it costs to maintain it. So, that's what I'm going to say 2.3 million. Going low. Wow, that's You're shooting low. Uh, that's crazy. I mean, I I'd do it for for five hundred thousand. <laughs> would you get a tattoo for the show, Coop? If we wanted, like, if if the listeners did a GoFundMe, would you do a tattoo? No, because they wouldn't be able to raise enough money. What's your price on a tattoo? It depends on what the tattoo is and where what, it is. What about on your forehead? Yeah. Oh, that's, there's no price. Oh, come on. Really? So there's. Oh, look at Eddie. Whoa. Yeah. How about on, on my your, forehead? On, no, there's no. I, I'd, I'd, get, neck, I'd get the neck. Prince Albert before I get a Absolutely. tattoo on my forehead. Yeah. How about on your neck, Coop? No. What no a, price. What about like a, like a wrist tattoo on your wrist or something? Like that? Yeah, I mean, there'd be a price for that. There'd be a price for that. Okay. Back of your hand. How about that? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. All right. So there's a negotiation. See, we're we're working down uh, the price. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 